What is up, guys? You're listening to the MF CEO Project. I'm Andy. I'm your host, and I am the motherfucking CEO. Guys, big news. We've got the winners of the testimonial contest that we've been running for the month of October, and we will announce those at the end of the podcast. So if you've, um, you know, maybe we'll announce them in the middle of the podcast so people have to, like, find it. That's what we'll do. (laughs) We're going to announce them in the middle of the podcast so you just can't skip to the end like a dong bag and skip all the valuable information because this is going to be a very value-packed episode of the MFCEO project. And before we get into that, guys, um, as you know, we don't charge anything. We don't we don't uh, ask for you to sign up for a subscription. We don't charge, even though I think we could. Um, so all I ask in return is if you find value in the podcast, and I know you will with this one, that you share it with a friend, you share it with someone who shares the same values as you and the same motivations as you, and somebody who wants to make a difference and improve their lives. This is what this podcast is about. If you want to know what it's really about, you can go back and listen to the last episode, episode 185, 100 to nothing, two-minute drill, okay? That is a very, very short synopsis of what the mission is here, what we're trying to do and what we're trying to accomplish. So if you didn't listen to 185, go back and listen to it. As you guys know, we're running a contest that is going to go on indefinitely, where if you're one of the first people who uh, comments on my Instagram posts, hashtag 120, uh, we're going to give out prizes every week. If you leave a a one-minute testimonial, we're going to pick one winner a week uh, from the hashtag 120 that leaves a testimonial about how this podcast has changed their life. So if you don't understand what I'm talking about, go back and listen to the two-minute drill. It's a very important podcast. It's a great way to uh, not only win some cool free shit, but also uh, get the the uh, get a shout out, get some love on my social, so that we can get some eyeballs on you. You know, I like to share the love. I like to promote you guys too. Um, the free shit that you can win. Anything from a Powerless book to Otis and Charlie books to uh, free exclusive gear that we don't offer on the website, uh, Skypes, live Skypes with me, Q&As with me, one-on-one, um, and, and a number of other things that we're doing. So, guys, uh, use the hashtag, go back and listen to the episode if you didn't listen, and go do that shit, all right? Look, here's the deal. One of the biggest things that we talk about here on uh, on the podcast is how to improve yourself. And there's no denying that social media, if you're trying to grow a career, grow a brand, become more valuable in your job, social media plays a huge role. And you might be wondering, how does it affect me if I actually have a job for another company? Well, don't you think that if you have an engaged following built around your personal information and your expertise, that you're more valuable to your company than if not? Okay, there's a lot of things here that we're going to get into, and there's a lot of things that we could talk about about social media, but today's episode, what we're going to talk about are the four main principles for social media success, four cut and dry things that you need to understand to be successful, and most of you aren't doing them, okay? As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Vaughn the Impaler. What's going on, man? Things are good, man. I I did want to mention that the brand new podcast update for iTunes or for not iTunes I'm sorry but for the uh, iPhone 
you can actually uh, post a review right on the app, where I think it used to be that you had to get on a computer. Yeah. It actually, you can do it. So, sorry, I just wanted to add that because it's important for people to know that. Hey, where are we at on Spotify? Because everybody's asking about when we're going to be on Spotify. We're waiting for Spotify. Uh, They basically have a process that they go through, and uh, the guys there told me that they would notify me that when we were approved. Okay. And we have not been approved yet, but I'm sure it's only because of, Well, like 50 fucking comments a day about Spotify, so. Well, I I don't know if you can give Spotify feedback, but certainly if you can, email them and say, you'd love to see the podcast. That's a good idea. Yeah. So. Uh. That actually was something I meant to mention. Guys, if you want to see uh, me do podcasts with other people, go on their, their people's page and tell them. Yeah. Okay? Because we're actively trying to get out there and actually collaborate with other guys. So if there's guys that you want to see us work with, go hit them up and tell them to have us on the show. And we'll have them on our show and vice versa. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so today, man, we're going to talk about social media. This is something that so many people do wrong. Okay, Um, you're trying to grow a brand, you're a sponsored athlete, you're a sponsored ambassador, you own a business, you work inside of a business. Social media is relevant, all right? Nobody can argue that. Anybody who's arguing that is stuck in the fucking Stone Ages. There's no question. Um, I think the biggest gap in people who think social media doesn't matter to them is people who work for a company inside of it they don't understand they say oh well i'm not the face of the company i'm not the ceo um so my social media doesn't really matter let's just get that let's make that point number five but really we're going to talk about it first all right because i know that's not on our agenda of points social media matters to you whether you realize it or not all right if i'm hiring a person to work for me and they're both equally as qualified and one of them has uh 10,000 followers on Instagram that are all engaged with sports nutrition and uh, working out and supplementation, and one of them isn't even on Instagram or has 100 followers and posts pictures of his fucking dog and his cat and his feet, like, you're not getting fucking hired, bro. I'm going to hire the dude with the social following. Same situation if we're talking about which guy is more valuable. If I have a position open up and I have a guy who has the social relevance and I have a guy who doesn't and they're both equally as good, guess who's getting the fucking promotion? Okay? You guys who work inside of a company need to realize that you can actually convert your social relevance to dollars into your pocket by becoming relevant and taking it serious. So before we even get into this, if you're in that group, which most of you are, most of you listening to this work for a company realize that this applies directly to you. This is the biggest thing that you can do that your coworkers are not going to do. All right? This podcast, like I always say, isn't just about entrepreneurs who own a company. Entrepreneurial mindset is all-encompassing. It can go across the spectrum of humans to be successful. All right? It doesn't matter if you actually own the company, you're a manager, you work in the warehouse, it doesn't matter. You could benefit from the principles on this podcast, and this podcast, this specific episode, which will be 186, is no different. So if you're one of these people and you're about to tune out because you say, oh, I don't own a business, don't be a dumbass. Listen to this shit, take it serious, and start building your fucking brand. 
And if I'm a leader, or excuse me, if I'm a, an employer, the reason that I look at somebody and value if they have a social media following is that it communicates to me that they're a person of influence. And if you're a person of influence, it means that you have leadership skills, you have communication skills, and you have hard work because you wouldn't have built that following right. without any of There's any a of lot that. of things that so represents. So that, that definitely... It's not just that, the actual numbers of followers, right. which we're going to get into right here. Right. Because numbers of followers, guys, is becoming less and less relevant. We're going to talk about that right now. Yeah, definitely. I also wanted to add that, you know, you might not think that it might be a career path, but if you are good at social media, uh, that adds tremendous value to a company that is not, you know, on social media Most actively. Most companies do social media terribly. Horribly. Terribly. Uh, like, it's amazing to me that Lamborghini, who is my one of my favorite companies, has one fucking social media person. One. That's why their social media sucks dick. Yeah. That's why I'm meeting with their fucking North American CEO and their CEO here in a week and a half to talk about their fucking shitty ass social media that they put out. Well, dude, it's and just their like- service and everything else. But the point is, is like compared to most companies, Lamborghini's doing it good. Like, dude, if you work for a company right now, chances are their social relevance is fucking terrible. Terrible. And it's a huge opportunity, like Tyler said, for you to contribute and create value if you understand what the fuck you're doing. And there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast, too, that's, that have 400, 300, 400, 500,000, 5 million, 10 million followers, okay? There's a lot of people, because I'm friends with them, that I know listen and have these huge followings. And you guys think you got this shit figured out, and you fucking don't. And we're going to get into that here, all right? So... Let's talk about what it takes to get your social to a place where it, you're creating good content, you're building a community that you can eventually monetize. You can eventually spread a message. You can eventually impact people on a mass scale, okay? And I said those three things backwards because really impacting people, okay, sending a message and then monetizing is the order that it comes in. But you want to do those three things. Not many people are on social just because they want to have a lot of fucking followers. Some people are, but let's be real. We're doing this for fucking business reasons, okay? We're doing this so eventually we can figure out how to take uh, more George Washingtons and put them into our wallet, all right? That's the basis and the context of this podcast, all right? (laughs) Point number one that we're going to get into here. You got to make good posts. You got to put out good content. Okay, you've got to take good images. You've got to do things that are really basic. But the biggest thing that you have to do, okay, besides the basic things, like if you're going to take a selfie, make sure it's high quality, blah, 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 all this bullshit. Don't have your like dirty underwear laying on the floor behind you and stuff like that. The biggest thing that you've got to be able to do is communicate who you are and what you stand for. All right. People are drawn to authenticity. You don't want people following something that is not you, all right? You're not going to be able to sustain putting out content that is not consistent with who you are. If they unfollow you because you post something that they don't like, great. They didn't resonate with you. They didn't stand for what you stand for. You wouldn't have been able to monetize those people anyway. They would have been an anchor on your posts. And here's the fucked up thing about this mentality. I see big, big, giant influencers that fucking don't understand this concept. Let's say you're a pretty girl and you've got you've been able to amass 8 million followers because you have a nice set of tits and a nice ass, okay? That's these girls 
create these huge followings of men, right? And they're they're trying to manipulate what they post. Like the lighting has to be this. I have to be at this angle. I have to be this. I have to be this. They're trying to overthink and manipulate the result, which means they're doing what they do for likes, not because it represents who they are and what's happening. Let's talk about what's happening. They're building a mass a mass audience, lots of numbers, which looks good, right? Every time they post a picture in their underwear, they get a fucking trillion likes, right? What happens when they want to sell something? What happens when they want to sell uh, a swimsuit that they're wearing or they want to sell a skin cream or they want to sell uh, supplements? What happens? <laughs> they Dude, don't fucking sell any. Dudes don't buy that stuff. Yeah, because yeah. they're attracting the wrong audience. And why don't they have a massive amount of women behind them? Because they're not showing women who they are. They're not showing women what they're about. They're not showing women the processes that they have to go through to look the way they look. They're not telling their story. They're not relating. They're not impacting. They're not inspiring. They're not educating. And the only thing they're doing is entertaining men who are never going to buy a damn thing from you. Except maybe some signed nudie pictures. Which if that's all you got, you ain't got nothing. Because that's going to expire. Okay, this goes for men. This goes for anybody. You have to be authentic. You have to be who you are. You have to be the person that you are in real life and then show that and communicate that and, and, and let your people see who you are at least half the time. Like if you're a fucking good looking person, show your model shots, but also tell people what you have to do to get to that. Show people, show yourself working out. Show you're working hard. Show your ugly fucking face when you're sweating and dying and, and struggling. Tell your story about how it's hard to be on a diet all year fucking long. Okay? People relate to that shit. They engage with that shit. Whatever it is you're struggling with, whatever it is is hard for you, whatever it is you do to do the things that you do, tell that shit. Don't show your highlight reel. Don't show just what you what you are because here's the thing, guys. Nobody connects to that. And if you're not having people connect to that, you're not going to ever be able to monetize or move people in a way that actually sells things. And not only that, you're not going to inspire anybody to fucking be any better. You're not educating anybody. You're entertaining somebody who is never going to fucking do anything for you but give you the psychological benefit of likes, which is not worth anything. Yeah. For me, what it comes down to is showing yourself, I, I, you know, former pastor here, so four Ps, right? What are you most excited about, enthusiastic about, your passion? What have you struggled with, your pain? Um, what are you interested in, your pleasures? And then for me, one of the things that's lost, and I think you do an excellent job of this, is place. Where do you live? Where's your house? You know, show us your life, like in the actual brick and mortar aspects of your life. To me, those four things, uh, passion, uh, pain, pleasures, and place, those are things that help show who you are and communicate real authenticity. Right now, if you're a girl with 10 million dude followers, you're not going to want to show your address. Well, yeah, good That's, point. Good let's point. be, let's, let's, but I get it. You're, what yeah. you're saying is show your real life. Show your real life. Right. Yeah. And I totally understand what you're saying and agree. You know, I, I always say to be successful on social you can do one of two, th- or you can do one of basically three things. You can impact, you can educate, or you can entertain. All right. And if you do th- one of those three things, you're going to find a niche. All right. And I don't know what those three, three, those things might be for you. Maybe you're a comedian. Maybe you like funny videos. Maybe you're good at making people laugh. Your thing is entertainment. You know, maybe, m- maybe you're like The Rock. Maybe you could fucking entertain and impact 
and educate. You know, but you're, if your posts don't do those three things, you're wasting a post and you're wasting building an audience. And you have to do those things in an authentic manner to win. And I don't see that many people out there that are that are of old school social. And what I mean, two, three years ago, which is funny to say old school two, three years ago, but <laughs> two, three years ago, it was different. It's different than it is now. All right. And that gets into point number two. Point number two is it's not the size of the following. It's the level of engagement. Okay. It doesn't matter if you have 2 million followers, if you're getting 40 comments on your posts. All right. And fucking a hundred likes. All right. And we see a lot of people do that shit because first of all, they're buying their fucking following and boosting it up. But second of all, they don't have any engagement. Because they're not engaging first. They're not engaging with their fans. They're not offering the things that we talked about first. They're not impacting. They're not educating. They're not entertaining. And because of that, they don't get any comments. And then when they do get some comments, they're not commenting back. They're not sharing the love. And, you know, this has changed, guys. This has changed. This is People who have 50,000 Instagram followers that get good engagement are 10 times more valuable than somebody who has 500,000 that gets very little engagement. All right. And why is this? Because Instagram has new algorithms. All right. Instagram is 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 limiting the posts. So if you have somebody who has 10 million followers two years ago, the majority of those 10 million people would see the fucking post, which is extremely valuable for a brand. All right. So if you're like of somebody who's trying to get paid to put to post things, that's extremely valuable two years ago. Now, Instagram's limiting the amount of engagement and the amount of views that things are getting so what's happening is these you see these influencers who are out there charging these massive rates because of you know in 2014 they were getting all the all the um the the views of of what a 10 million follower following should be now they're getting one fucking tenth that and they're charging the same rate now if you're somebody who has massive engagement that's not going to affect you because people are starting to fucking find your page. They care about your content. They're going to seek you out to see what you have to say. But if you're somebody who doesn't engage and you have this high and mighty attitude and you're up here and the followers are down here and you're waving at them from your ivory tower, you are going to fucking lose long term. Okay. I had this conversation with the influencer, right? Um, a pretty big influencer not too long ago. Uh, and she was telling me how. I was telling her this. I was saying, hey, look, if you guys don't learn how to start engaging with your audience, you're going to lose. And she she said, well, there, her argument was, well, there's a reason that Anheuser-Busch and some and fucking these other brands start are paying us to promote their shit. It's because it works. I said, no, the reason these big brands are paying you to promote their shit right now is because two years ago it worked and they're behind the fucking curve. And as soon as they figure out that if you don't have engagement on your page, your shit will not sell. If you don't have a loyal audience built, if you don't have an engaged audience built off your authentic content, you will not be able to monetize your shit. You won't be able to sell anything. People won't listen to you. Guess what? People are going to stop paying you. Absolutely. And that's coming soon. So here's another point of engagement I know you'd agree with is that 
you're not too big and you never reach a, a level to where you can suddenly have different rules that you play by. So I, I thought about last July, there was a, a particular uh, model who will remain unnamed who basically draped herself in an uh, American flag. And some dude posted, it was very respectful, and he posted, um, hey, I think that's kind of disrespectful to the flag. I, I, don't, I think you should think twice before doing stuff like that. But he was he was yeah, respectful. Right. Her response was she totally copped an attitude with him. Totally like, who are you to be telling me what to do? And there was just this line of yeah, okay, it, unfile, yeah. unfollow, right, not right. following. And the thing that I think people don't realize is that yes, you might have millions of followers, but in this day and age, you could lose those followers so quickly. It, it you know make your head spin how oh. quickly you could use it. So so don't think that you ever get to a point where you're you're too big, you can't give common Dude, decency. Now that's different from dealing with that's a hater. That's a whole different podcast. You know? That's yeah. staying humble, you know, which we see people who what I think is funny is people who they'll fucking buy 70% of their following and then they get an ego about it like they fucking like they actually have that many people following them. Right. I was just going to comment on that. Yeah. Don't think that you're fooling anybody with people. Right. Yeah, it's <laughs> real easy to tell who's yeah. doing what. Well, on, and on that note, you know, people used to say the reason that I buy uh, followers is because they want to they want to implement this whole idea of social proof, but everybody knows that now. Right. Now it's common right. that it's you invaluable. can buy your fo- it do, it, so it's it, not it, valuable. It at all. Work, it, no, yeah. it doesn't work. And the thing is is that the only way to do it is to do what we're saying, is to create engagement through being authentic, through caring about people, through commenting back, and through posting relevant fucking content that shows you. Dude, I had an influencer tell me that she wouldn't use certain photos because the lighting was wrong and it didn't go with her page concept. You got the wrong fucking attitude. You're trying to manipulate the result instead of sharing authentic content, okay? When you're, when you're trying to post things for likes, you're, like when your mentality is, I'm going to do this because it's going to produce the most amount of likes. You're missing the fucking point. The point is, and how you should be thinking about it, is how am I going to engage? How am I going to impact? How am I going to educate? Or how am I going to entertain this group of people so that it grows my following? And that should be done from who you are. Okay? Too many people out there right now are trying, and, and the reason I bring this up is because a lot of you guys are looking at major influencers and copying what they do, and it's wrong. Those people built the following that they have four years ago. That can't be done anymore like that. You're not going to fucking post pictures of yourself in your underwear and build a 10 million fucking follower following. It's not going to work. You know why? Because there's 10 million people doing it. How about you do something that stands out? How about you use what you have to inspire or teach or educate? Dude, I know fucking people in the fitness industry who have a pretty big following, 100,000 followers, which is a pretty big following, that have insane amounts of engagement. You want to know who's valuable to a brand is those people, the people who actually engage with people, the people who are emailing and DMing back and taking the time. Those people are way, way, way more valuable than the people who have the 6 million followers that fucking only, you know, get other dudes following them or girls following them because they're a hot looking guy. Like it's... Right. Pay attention. Okay? Now, I realize most of the people here are entrepreneurs, not fitness people, but we speak in that terms because... That's the business that we're in. Right. But to the point of, again, the people who are just obsessed with gaining a following, I think they mistake attention for an engagement. And what you're saying is they might no, have an audience. But they don't have a community. Right. Right. Exactly. They're, you you should be focused about trying to build a community around what you're doing. Okay? That doesn't mean 
just post your boobies and post your butt and get likes. That means actually connecting with people, speaking with people, getting to know people, messaging back and forth. It means sharing who you are, sharing your struggles, sharing your victories, and giving people a, a window to share. This isn't about manipulation. Social media is not about manipulation. And I, if you, if you pick up nothing from this podcast, take away that you should stop trying to do things just so that you get likes. If it's just to shock people to get likes, if you're making a post or taking a picture because you think it's going to get likes, if that's the only reason you're doing it, you're doing it wrong. Now, if you come up with a great concept and you say, all right, and this actually goes to point number three, this is a great picture or this is a great picture idea where I could tell this story that's going to educate, impact, or entertain people, that's a great post. That's a great idea. You should do that. You should do things. It shouldn't be all about you. It shouldn't be, look at me. It should be, how am I going to help those people? How am I going to teach them something? How am I going to make them laugh? How am I going to affect their mood? Not, I'm just going to get likes because I'm going to post this and it's cool. You see what I'm saying? There's a reason Instagram has two components to it. A picture picture, and a fucking caption. Lots of people... Long captions don't work, Andy. Yeah. When I first started on Instagram, dude... And this is back whenever I remember you, that. So there used to be so there used to be so you could share you could buy shares on other people's page. So like I would go out and I would work either share for share, which is you post them and they post you, or you could buy shares on other pages. And so when I first started in two thousand, I don't know, twelve or thirteen on Instagram, I would go out and we we would buy shares on these page these theme pages. So there'd be like motivation pages and shit, and you would buy packages of shares, and they would post you X amount per month. This is how shit. This is how pages were built back then. All right, can't do that anymore because Instagram has an algorithm that doesn't share your shit, and they 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 severely restrict views on all those theme pages. So it doesn't work anymore. So uh, if people try to sell you shit, it's probably not a good idea. Just FYI. Um, but anyway, I remember I used to send them my posts and they would all tell me the same shit. They'd be like, dude, I'm not posting that. The caption's too long. Nobody's going to fucking read that. Dude, I'm not posting that. Nobody's going to read that. Now here we are three years, fuck, four years later, and my engagement is probably better than most fucking pages that are have 10 times as many followers than I do. And, and, and you know why? Because my fucking captions. Right. You know why my captions are good? Because I tell a fucking real story. I share real information. I talk about real shit, and I let people know that I'm not some super fucking human dude. I share my struggles. I share my fucking victories. I say what I've got to say, and you know what? My shit impacts people. My you shit educates interact. people. I do. I do interact. I comment back. I show. I don't have to have. You don't have to write to comment back. I know there's people out there being like, "How do you have time to do that?" Exactly. How the fuck do I have time and you don't? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, that's a good... If well, I you, have time to do it, you should have time to do it too. And you, you don't have to write these big, long... You just have... People just want to be acknowledged. They want to know you're a real person. They want to get a fist bump back or they want to get a you know a like on their comment or they want to get... They want to know you're real. Like, I can't tell you how many times people comment on my shit. I don't know who runs your page, but they do a good job. No, I run my fucking page. <laughs> that's why it's good. You know? But like... I think the I think the biggest frustration for people who are trying to build social media relevance is that they don't have a lot of followers, right? They don't have 
you know, they look at like people who have a million followers or even a hundred thousand followers and they think, oh man, I've only got 412 followers or I've only got 47 followers. Nobody's going to care. Everything starts with one step. Everything start, dude, when I started, I don't, I had like a hundred followers and the only reason I had a hundred was because I employed that many people. They all followed me and we all followed each other. We felt so sorry for him. Yeah. <laughs> was that was that after the first time you got fired? Or it was definitely after. Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. I'm just saying, like, dude, you when you make shit that resonates with people, they will fucking repost it. They will share it. Right. You know what I mean? I, I well, think people they try to emulate the wrong things. You know, they see and 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 dude, I can't I can't beat this this horse enough. Even it's it, they see people who have amassed these massive followings and don't realize that those those things were built when Instagram didn't fucking limit their views. Okay, when you didn't when Instagram didn't have an algorithm that limited views, you could go post on somebody's massive page and it would get fucking a hundred percent people seeing it. And you didn't have to engage. You didn't have to do this because the way that the system worked now it's to a point now where unless other people are actually sharing your shit which means it has to be good it's not going to work it was the same same thing with facebook too you know yeah, people no, got huge on facebook tra- yeah. this is all this goes to youtube it goes to everything well a couple things one is yes you were definitely a trailblazer when it came to the long caption but Dude, i don't think I anybody think, was doing it i don't i no i don't think and i don't think if people don't realize that instagram is the new blogosphere they're right. they're out of touch. It's, it, it, it's where the yes. blogs are. Yes. It's where yes. people follow blogs. That's but why me, I don't have a blog. But let me say this because I think this is so huge. To your point, let's say you have 150 uh, followers, but 50 of those followers are super engaged. And let's say, let's say you come to the time where you're like, you know what, I want to I want to form an online community like a mastermind or 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 just something like an eight week course that you're wanting to sell or or just you're selling regular services that that may not be bound to a particular location. Right. You have 50 people now. We're not dealing with the millions right now, but you have 50 people who may very well, very easily spend two, one or two hundred dollars, dude, a month I, to I saw you. An amazing video. You can make a living off that. You I might saw, not be a millionaire, but it's a start. You know a, what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. Look, people make it too complicated. I saw an amazing video uh, about Mark Cuban, which did not surprise me at all. And one of the things he said in the video was, and this is the truth, and this is something I said just a couple podcasts ago. All you got to have is the first customer. All you got to have is one. Right. Okay? You get that first sale. You get that first customer. You get that first engaged follower. And then you learn from it. You learn how to get better. You improve. You do such an over-the-top job that they tell people about you. And yes, that's a slow way to start. But, dude, it's the only way I know how to how to start. Right. I, I didn't start with, you know, whatever amounts of followers. I started with a couple. Everybody does. It just Plus it takes grows time. exponentially. It yes, goes fast. Every time you have two, they multiply yes, and it gets yes. faster. But Vaughn, the thing that people don't understand is that, you know, you might see people out there with, with five, you know, 500,000 followers or a million followers. But dude, I'm going to tell you right now, 25,000 followers that are in, that you have engaged is a million times better than, than 500,000 that don't give a fuck. Okay. And that's changed. Like you're, People, brands, um, you know, companies who who are above who who are ahead of the curve on advertising are starting to realize that they're not looking for just the amount of followers. They're looking for the engagement. They're looking for uh, the actual applied engagement, which means 
which means people who are into what you're into and they're engaged for that reason. So if you're a fitness influencer, this isn't people who are liking it because you have a six pack or because you have a nice ass. This is people who are liking it because they love fitness and you're teaching them how to be better at it. Those people are the valuable ones. Those are the early adopters. They're the real influencers, okay? It's not about numbers anymore. So if you're somebody right now and you're listening and you're like working your ass off and you've got 40,000 followers built up, fuck yeah, that's great. That's way better than 400,000. And and don't be discouraged because, you know, you're not getting the attention that you think you should be getting because, dude, the whole mentality and the whole way that this is going hasn't caught up to this yet. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. This is more of encouragement to you and a warning to the people who have been writing the, I have 10 million followers and I manipulate every post. Not, not, I'm not talking Photoshop either. I'm talking about I'm posting shit just so I get a bunch of likes and they're not engaging. They're not educating. They're not teaching. They're not telling a story. Those people are going to fucking lose. People are going to stop paying those people, stop using those people, stop even following those people in the next two years. You're going to see those people fall the fuck off. Right. So you don't basically what now, you're if saying. You have, if you are somebody who has amassed uh, 200, 400, 700, 7 million follower following, that's awesome. You can adjust. You could start engaging with your fans. You can start offering new information. You have a built-in audience. You know what's going to happen when you first start doing it? Guess what? You're going to lose some fucking followers. But those are the followers that were following you because they liked the way your abs were or they liked your boobs or they, you know, wanted to get in your DMs or they're following you for the wrong reasons that aren't going to benefit you in any way other than your fucking own ego. So it's a good thing to filter those people out. You know what happens when you, here's another point on this. When you post something, because I hear people already, but Andy, when I post the stuff I like, I get a lot of people that hate it. No, you don't. You get a few people that hate it. And they say it, and you assume that it's everybody, and it's not everybody. It's the top, it's, if you have 100 comments and you have three, that's three fucking percent. You know what you do? You block those motherfuckers. Because guess what happened? You just weeded out 3% of your people that aren't going to be relevant to the direction that you're going anyway. All they're going to do is be an anchor, so you cut them off. So what? You know what I'm saying? I it's a get good what thing. you're saying totally. I, it's I, a good thing. You it's know, a, when you post something, I purposely post shit sometimes to get people to come out and hate on it so that I can fucking block them. You know why? Because it gets my page more positive. It cuts out the fucking dead weight. It cuts out the people who are going to talk shit and hate on success and hate on the mission that we're on as a, a movement here. So what? am I better or worse for not having those people on my ship? Oh, you're much better. Much better. So two things. And that's that come, how you have to look at it. Two things that come to my mind. I, I, I just have to use the analogy, especially in light of the fact that I think your your logo uh, would would uh, imply that you would like the analogy. So basically, if you have the choice, you don't want the ten thousand paid soldiers of Persia. You want the three hundred Spartans who will do anything for you. You know. So that's that's the first thing to just drive home that point. But the second thing is is what you're talking about. I, I just have to give a plug is that this is the social media application of Loyalty Circle. Yes, yes, which is are going to be our first book, our first adult book. First adult book. It's also going to be a, a, 
a, a digital course that it you're going to offer. Yeah, it's so, going to be in the academy. And it's going to be a say weapon, with, of, I can say a weapon clear, of mass production. I can say with a clear conscience that I think if if people apply the principles that they're going to read in that book, you're, you're well. What you you make you make I I don't want to make the guarantees you make the guarantees but I I'm mean, you're you're gonna make a, well, a you lot of money. It. You're not a business guy. No, which, I'm not a business guy. It's genius. It's uh, it's, it's the whole it, fucking concept of my entire fucking success. Right. And like, everything that I've ever how done. How you built a multi-million yes. dollar, uh, m- several multi-million dollar co- companies. Right. So guys get excited because it's coming. Well. Oh, that's the other thing. That was the other prize that we're going to be giving away on the uh, 100 to zero hashtags is free access to the uh, to the academy when it opens up. Oh, nice. So that that's uh, that's but, a lot of money. Yeah, about about <laughs> twenty grand worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Should we uh, announce and, the winners and that's as of right now? That's yeah. not including the courses we're going to add. Right. Um, Should we announce the winners? We got one. Let's more. announce the winners, okay. and then we'll come back and summarize all okay. this stuff. All right. All right. So, like I said, we're going to throw it in the middle. So you motherfuckers can't cheat and cut corners and shit. That's right. So here's the winners. I'll let Vaughn, I'll let Vaughn do the honors. Yeah, so we, we put together quite a group, flying out six people plus a local guy because the story was so great. Um, and guys, in addition to just evaluating the, the quality of the, of the testimony, we also were going for just a good, you know, it's kind of a buzzword these days, but just a rich diversity of people from different backgrounds and everything. So we've got a rapper from Toronto... A woman from Seattle who lost her sister two years ago, very sorry about that, but found motivation in the podcast. A former Missouri football player who went to prison but is now a successful small business owner. A 52-year-old mom who published a memoir of going from riches to rags and back again. A young guy from Boston, Mass., who developed a protein drink and is killing it. An engineering student in Virginia who's helping design a new race car. And a single mom who quit her job and is building an eyelash business. So here are the names. Number one. Kevin Maharaj, a.k.a. K. Slick, who put together a pretty amazing uh, rap for Andy. So, well done, Kevin. K. Slick. Uh, Number two, Ashley Gossman. I assume I'm pronouncing that right. Number three, John Stahl. Number four, Judy Cochran. Number five, James Testa. Number six, and you'll like James because James has got this really heavy Massachusetts, Boston kind of yeah. accent. I was like, and he's East, totally blue collar, dude. I so, was like that East Coast tough, yeah. Like, dude, when I go to yeah, New York, like, like, dude, I love New York City. It's one of my favorite cities. And and uh, if you're from Boston, I'm sorry, but I do. Yeah. Uh, but I always love the, uh, I love like, I love I love New York when it's nice weather. Obviously, yeah, it's beautiful, but. There's something about New York when it's like gray and it's gritty and you you're, you're talking to dudes who are like blue collar <laughs> dudes. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, it, I don't know, man. Like that's just America to me. When I think of like America, you know, outside of like farmers, when I think of like tough gritty motherfuckers. No, I agree. That's what I think of. I agree, and I actually like, you know, call me cheesy here, but I thought the I thought the terrorists made a huge mistake attacking New York City of all places because yeah. they're going to get punched back in the mouth, yeah. and that's what happened. I agree, man. So uh, and then okay, number six, Dina Gad, and number seven, uh, and I assume I'm saying this name right, Drea Demasa. So uh, congrats, guys. I'll reach out through email and we'll set up a visit. Uh, I think Andy said probably in late January, um, 2018. Yeah, probably February is what we're looking February, at. Early February. Okay, January. I've got. We've got a ton of shit going on here. Good. Okay. Well, and so let me just say this last thing to everyone who submitted a testimonial. Thank you. Um, 
We got a ton of them. We went through every single one of them. It was a very, very difficult decision. And even though you might not have won this time, we did save your email. We know who you are, and you never know when something unexpected might might show up in your inbox. I I thought, to me, it was really humbling because you really got to, not only like, there was a lot of people who were fans, but it's people who are really using the information. That's what this is about. This is about having people go out and use the information. And, uh, and, you know, I get a lot of comments back. People are like, dude, how could I ever repay you and shit like that? Like, dude, repay me by going out and using the shit and, and then come back and tell me what you did. Absolutely. That's cool. That's why I do this. That's why, you know, we spend the money to do this and we, we haven't made any money back yet. You know, we want to make a difference. We've been doing it for almost what, two and a half years now. And that's enough to, it's funny because there's a number of people who have built substantial businesses in that time. That's yeah. pretty cool to think about. It's very cool. Very so, cool. So yeah. So let me let me recap the the first three points, may I? Yeah. Okay. Number one, in addition to exceptional quality, the most important characteristic about your content is that it authentically represents who you are and what you stand for. Number two, it's not the size of the following, it's the level of engagement. Number three, most successful posts either educate or entertain. And you said the best impact. Oh, an impact. Yeah. Uh, the best posts do all three. That's right. Right. Now, point number two. A lot of remember, I'm speaking what's going to be coming in the future. Right now, there's people that are still being rewarded on massive followings. And if you are one of those people, you better start engaging people. You better start telling stories. You better start educating people, impacting people, or entertaining people other than just your pretty face or your material possessions or whatever it is that makes you what you think you are. Because when Instagram starts to fucking knock these down and knock your engagement down, you're going to need that loyal, those loyal, the loyal culture and community to support you and look for your shit. And I don't care how good looking you are. You're not that good looking and people are going to go out and seek your shit out at, you know, coming in the, in the coming future. All right. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I said that without stuttering too much, but the, <laughs> you guys get the fucking point. And, and you're kind of picking on the girls that are doing this, but clearly there are that's also because it's that's because it's so it's so rampant. Like, do we use we have influencers that represent right. our brand, but th- but our influencers are good and, or have become good, and some of them weren't. I'll right. be the first one to tell you, some of them fucking sucked when we started working with them. All they post was pictures, but mm-hmm. you know what? Now they're telling their story. Now they're telling people what they have to do to be successful, what they have to do to uh, look the way they look or, or function the way they function or the struggles they're having. And they're getting good at communicating with people and what's happening. Their engagement's going up. They might not get as many likes on that photo, but the likes on those captions and photos are the ones that fucking matter when it comes to, you know, marketing and it comes to getting paid. Yeah. And you have to realize that it's not about ego. It's about other people. And, um, you know, our influencers are getting that, but I see, I see most of them that aren't, they're continuing to do the same old shit, Mm -hmm. you know? And you talk to some of these people, like it's just mind boggling that they don't, how hard they work to try to manipulate an audience versus just trying to connect. Right. It's not that hard to connect, man. You're fucking human. Act like one. Tell people that it's, you know, you didn't tell people, you know, it's not easy for you to, uh, it wasn't easy for you to obtain all those cars or it wasn't easy for you to, to obtain the body that you have or your lifestyle of always having to travel and work. People need to see the real shit. 
and they want to know the real shit, but you're not giving it to them. You're giving them the highlight reel. Mm-hmm. Don't if you're somebody trying to build a following. Don't I'm trying to communicate. This is what I'm trying to communicate. Don't follow things because they were successful in the past. Follow things for what's going to be successful in the future. And what's going to be successful in the future on all social media is reality. Talking about real shit, real engagement, telling real stories, educating, impacting, entertaining consistently about and authentically with who you are. That's what's going to matter because the more engagement you have, the more people that you have that love you, that care about you, that like and learn from you or are entertained by you, the more value you're going to bring. It's mm-hmm. not about having a trillion followers anymore. It's about it's about the engagement that you're going to build. Absolutely. I cannot stress that enough. Well, and you, you know, going way, way... Because, right, Vaughn, sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. Right now, all those people with massive followings with low engagement are still getting fucking paid. They're getting paid massive amounts mm-hmm. of money per post. That shit is going to fall off. They're, are, are they getting paid? Are you seeing bigger companies jump into influencer marketing? Absolutely. But realize that influencer marketing was popular five fucking years ago. They're behind the curve. So just because you see big names jumping in doesn't mean that it's catching on. It means that they're behind and things are now changing again. And you have to be cognizant of that change. All right. And I'm telling you right now, people who are going to be valuable, people who are going to who are going to do well on social are going to be the ones who are legitimately and authentically connecting with their audience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah, it just so reminds me. don't let me, it discourage you. No, absolutely. It just reminds me of what you said way, way back, old school MF CEO, like first like seven to 10 episodes where you, I think the name of the podcast was Every Business is a Small Town Business. Yes. And the idea that in a small town, you know, back in the day in the 50s, 40s, 30s, whatever, uh, if you were a good person and you engaged with people in good, meaningful ways, everybody knew about it. Yes. But the flip side was true too. Yes. If you made a mistake, if you were a jerk to somebody, word spread. Yes. That's the world we live in. It That's is. social media. That's why all this is so super important. And I think something that people, I think a good thing to note here too is this. Pete, we all as humans have this, well, most of us, some people are true egomaniacs, and there are a handful of you out there listening right now. But <laughs> the rest of us, I think most of us, um, or fall on the other side of, of that point where we think that we're not interesting enough or we're not cool enough or are, are, we're, nobody will relate to us. So we hesitate on being authentic or telling our story or sharing what we have to share because we don't think we're relevant. And that's not true. Whatever you are, who, whatever you stand for, whatever your beliefs are, wherever your heart is, wherever your struggles are, There's other people out there, and not just a few, a lot of them that are just like you, okay? Those are the people that are going to resonate with you. And that is why when you worry about manipulating the system and worry about manipulating likes and trying to appeal to everybody to get the most, you're taking away from the real you and putting out an image that isn't you. You're denying A, people who would truly benefit from your content for your own ego, which is kind of sad if you really think about it. B, you're making yourself less valuable because you're going to have less engagement. C, you're not going to do as well. You know what I mean? Right. That's where we're going. Right. This is going towards engagement and away from this fucking manufactured bullshit. Mm -hmm. 
And you are relevant. Who you are is relevant. What you do is relevant. People want to hear your story. They want to watch your show, quote unquote. You see what I'm saying? What's yeah. the most popular shit on TV? Reality TV. What's the most popular shit on YouTube? Reality shit. Jake Paul has 13 million fucking YouTube followers and he hasn't even been on fucking YouTube for one calendar year. You know why? Because people watch his shit because it's interesting. Love him or hate him, dude. People watch it. I love the dude. He's a good friend of mine. I think he's an amazing guy. Here's the deal. He documents his day and he fucking posts it. <laughs> the guy, the guy's killing it. You know what I'm saying? He he doesn't do anything crazy. Now he does. I mean, because he just bought a crazy house and now he's got a Lambo. But you know how he got all that shit? By being himself. By documenting who he was. If he would have said, oh, I'm not that interesting. I'm not this. I'm not that. And just didn't do anything. He'd be living back in Ohio, fucking sitting on his fucking thumb. And he's not doing that. He's kicking ass. He's got major brands wanting him to represent their shit. He hosted Nickelodeon's fucking one of their award shows. I mean, this dude came from the middle of fucking Ohio. Him and his brother both. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know Logan, but I know Jake. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, they're a great example of of really just putting out who the fuck they are, what they do. People are interested in that. They want to know that they're not alone. You know what right. I mean? Absolutely. I think it's, uh, to me, it goes back to your number one point, which is just find out what is authentically you and communicate that to the world. And so the way I put it is that you should almost put more more effort into finding your own voice than finding your audience. Because once you find your voice, dude, a thousand you'll percent, find your dude, audience. A thousand percent. And I'll let you take the last point, you know, because you're the writer here, bro. You know what I'm saying? The last point that we talk about when we talk about um, the points of being successful is is learning how to write. Yeah. Okay? Because the caption is the most underrated aspect of anything. Lots of people post pictures, and then they post a stupid caption like, messing around, hashtag fun. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Because they're afraid to say what, they, what, what it means to them, or they don't know... They, you can't tell me that that's the whole story behind that photo. Right. You can make anything interesting. You can right. make anything sound good. You can make anything and uh, something that people will relate to. Like I, I said earlier, a picture of your dog. Dude, a picture of your dog's a great thing. If you could tell mm-hmm. a great story about it, what's the story you could tell about a picture of your dog? Oh, how about this? How about, man, you know what? Here's a picture of Charlie, my dog. When I first got her, I didn't really want her. Emily wanted her. But here's what happened. The minute she got home, she attached to me, and I was really going through a hard time because I had just lost my other dog, Oscar, who passed away in my arms, and I never thought I would care about another dog the way that I care about Oscar. And I think Charlie like somehow came into my life and sensed that. And she attached herself to me, and and now she's like my little baby. And I take, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, but that, but but that's better than me posting a picture of Charlie and saying, "My little Charlie," you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right? Like, like that's all you got? Yes. Okay. And, and, and we're just and, supposed to and, like it. And because by the you, way, yeah. all that shit I just said was true. Yeah. But my point is, is like, that's the point. It is true. I didn't have to make that up. Right. It's just what's going on. You know right. what I mean? Absolutely. So, so talk about writing a little bit and well, how people can <clears throat> improve as a writer because well, the caption. I would argue that caption is more important than the photo. That would be my argument. It is to me. 
Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, in my opinion, anyway, because I mean, a, a photo there's so much room for interpretation, but a caption you're actually guiding your people into what you're. There's a reason that, books yeah. are filled with words, not pictures. Yeah, exactly. And really, <laughs> in spite of the amount of images in the internet, the vast amount of the internet is words, right? So. What we were talking about, it, guys, is that remember that whenever you write your post, no matter what kind of post it is, it's always ad copy. And here's what I mean. Basically, if you're familiar with the history of advertising, there's a famous advertising man named John E. Kennedy, not to be uh, confused with John F. Kennedy. And he said, copywriting is salesmanship on paper, which I know you you like that. Uh, you, ta- you told yeah. me that basically you learning copywriting was a huge, yeah. huge part it's of your huge success. Deal. Well, what I would say is that every word that you put into your post, no matter what kind of post it is, it's ad copy. And I don't mean that it's literally that you're you're selling something. No, or, but you're selling you. Right, you're selling you. There's a literal, it's not a literal ad, but you are selling something about you and your brand. And so you always have to be asking yourself, is what I'm selling consistent with what I want to put out there? And I, I got a little framework. I know you've had me lately reading uh, some different, uh, different books about, you know, the copy because my training is literary training. Right, my right, training right. is like like you know, formal shit. Right, formal right. stuff. Right, which but, I would fail miserably at, right. your, at any of your classes. But, but I, I happen to be an awesome writer. Right, you are, and it's a different kind of writing. But in, yeah. I mean, I have to admit, even though I'm trained in you know, formally, and there's value in that. There's a lot of business type writing that there's there's little things that you can learn that if you plug it into your posts you will absolutely get a better res- a response from people. So let me let me talk about this and you talk about this all the time. Yeah. You lead with the problem. P. Problem. Yeah. Right. Problem or pain. A. Amplify. Okay. So in other words, once you once you identify a problem that you're going to solve, solve. You tell people like you know here's what happens if you don't deal with this problem. Here it's going to get worse. Okay. S. Then you offer the solution, or the, or you tell a story, or okay? how you overcame right, it. or how you right. overcame it. And then T T is transformation. This is what happened to me. This is like I did this, and this is this was the effect of my life. O is then your offer, and that doesn't mean necessarily offering a product or service. It's it's like whatever you're offering, telling them you want to you want them to believe something, or you want them to my adopt a particular. My purpose for posting this is this. Yeah, my purpose for posting this is this. Like if it's not an obvious, like hey, you should go buy this shit or do this. It's like. The reason I'm sharing this is because. Right. And then if it's not obvious. And then R is response, meaning like you're wanting that you're wanting to actually call them to action. So if you're talking about, you know, the way that, you know, Oscar or Charlie have have impacted your life, maybe ask them to respond in a certain way. And oh, by the way, guys, all those words I just mentioned, P A S T O R. <laughs> you heard it from the pastor of disaster. That's right. There you go. But dude, that's that shit's all true, man. And and don't overthink copywriting don't overthink and when i say copywriting don't let's just say don't overthink storytelling right okay now the, all the components that you just mentioned are absolutely 100 accurate yeah Sometimes, and i should say in no, no, order no. to be well in order to be a good person i have to say that i stole that from somebody hey look man all, writing hey, copy that sells the, the, by, the, the, by the Roy, truest, Ray the truest thing about writing is that all great writing is creative Rewriting. Right. Well, it's what Picasso said. He said, uh, average writers borrow, great writers, or excuse me, uh, average artists borrow, great artists steal. <laughs> hey, you know what? There's nothing wrong with looking at somebody's um, format and their style, and, and if it suits you, right. then you, know, you don't steal their shit, but like, it, if it resonates- And the truth with, is the truth. Yes. I mean- There's only so many ways it, you can yeah, fucking do something. Right, exactly. So, so. The, 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 point, the point of- you know, what we're talking about here, though, is really, if you, 
you can go out. There's excellent books on copywriting, okay? And I've read them all. Uh, I have some very good friends. Craig Clements is one of my good friends. He's one of the best copywriters on earth. He's sold over a billion dollars wow. from copywriting. That's amazing. Okay, Yeah, he's a stud. All right. And, and I know a few others, too, but he's probably my most successful copywriting friend. Dude, he's I've read every book that he sent me. And dude, you, you can read these books. And I'm going to tell you right now, they will confuse the fuck out of you if you don't know what you're talking about, because they are just very in-depth. You've read them. I've given mm-hmm. to you. Are yeah. they not? You're yeah. a writer, and they're yeah. they can be confusing. I know where they're coming from, so it helps me. But yeah, right. if you're not but if a trained you were like writer, an average yeah. person, it would be hard to comprehend. So yeah. let's make this simple. Tell your story. Right. Tell the story honestly. What What's your story? What'd you learn? What's the impact it made on you? How did it make you feel? Okay, because people resonate with that. And Absolutely. if you could do that, it'll be very easy to to learn and transition into successful engagement copywriting your posts right you see what i'm saying absolutely well be, you know the old fairy tale. what's the story you could tell about the picture of your car let's talk about that yeah. for a second i post my cars it'd be real easy for me to post a car and be like fucking baller shit bro you know what i'm saying and right. sometimes i will post a car and not say anything because i've told my story so much but what's the difference between posting a post of your car that you're proud of Let's say you got an F two fifty pickup and you got it, you know, it's badass, and you're like, my new F two fifty, all right. Or you tell a compelling story about why you've wanted this truck so long and how it reminds you of when you were a kid and you rode in the back of your dad's pickup and you always aspired to have a pickup. What are people going to resonate with more? <laughs> so many people cut their own fucking noses off because they don't think it through. Every time you post is an opportunity to engage your audience. And I'm not talking about just engaging in your comments and responding back. I'm talking about getting them to feel what you're feeling, getting them to get excited about what you're excited about. And some people won't. Some people will comment back and say, gay truck, bro. And guess what? Right. Fucking block them. Right. Forget about it. It didn't even fucking happen. You're doing you and you is what's going to make you relevant when it comes to social media. You don't have to have a million followers. You don't have to have a hundred thousand followers. Seth Godin, who is probably my favorite author. um, And if you haven't read Seth Godin's books, there's not a book I would not recommend. Mm -hmm. So don't email me and say, what's the best book? Read them fucking all. And they're short. Most of them are. Yes. You can read them all. You can every single book with the exception of maybe two or three. And I think he's wrote, he's written like, I don't know, maybe a couple dozen books. Mm Mm-hmm. Every single one could be read in in a sitting, except right. a, a couple. Yeah. Um, he says, and what, I can't even remember what book. I think it was Tribes, but he talks about you only need to be to to be a billion dollar brand. You only need to get to one thousand loyal followers, mm-hmm. one thousand loyal customers, one thousand extremely fanatical people about you. And if you think about it that way. It's not that hard because that is where the scale starts to tip and your content starts to get spread and people start talking about you. And that's what's going to create you the, the mini platform. See, I think of it as like a rocket ship, right? Before you can launch a fucking shuttle into space, you got to build the fucking launch platform. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And most of you guys out there have not built the launch platform. And that's going to be the grueling hard work. Building the platform is actually harder than building the fucking rocket. 
You know what I'm saying? Oh, so once you start, one hundred percent. Once you start building delivery system is yes. Yeah. Once you that's going to take you time, but yeah. once you get that thousand followers, that platform built, then every time you put out amazing content, it goes out a thousand times faster. Mm-hmm. And that's the importance of engagement. That's the importance of building your brand the right way from the ground up versus just skin to win type shit. You know, right. or material. You know, I, I follow a lot of car guys and all they put, or, you know, I follow some wealthy guys, I guess is a better way to say it. And all they post is pictures of their cars over and over and over and over and over and over and over. After a while, this shit gets boring. Right. How the fuck did you earn the car? Tell me the story about when you grew your business. Tell me the story about how, um, why you picked that car. Tell me a story about why you picked that color. Tell me a fucking story about anything other than just a picture. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want to know about you. I want to know about your life. I want to know about why you're doing the things you're doing and why you chose the path you're on. I don't want to just hear the same fucking story over and over again about how you used to live in your car. I want to hear all the things. I want to hear all of the lessons that you learned. I want to hear, you know, if you're a fitness guy, I want to hear what it was like when you first walked in the gym. I want to hear what it was like the first time somebody came up to you and said, you know, hey, bro, you're looking pretty good, man. I can tell you're making progress. I want to, I want to see, I want to hear the story about you going up to somebody else and helping them. I want to see somebody, you know, what somebody said about you doing their program form and them losing a hundred pounds. I want to hear those fucking stories. And so does everybody else. Absolutely. And I, I, I would like to add this. Um, there are studies upon studies. Sometimes people say, well, what story do you want me to, you know, Andy, you're good at coming up with stories to tell and you know which no, stories. No, I'm just telling the truth. Yeah, right. But but people always ask, and they ask me this sometimes, like, how do you know what stories from your life to tell? Listen, if... If, if you're feeling <laughs> if, if it, you're tell feeling it. you're feeling it, tell yeah. it. But I would also say this. If you're if you're worried that it's not going to appeal to everybody... You're thinking the, about the wrong way, You bro. are thinking about the yes. wrong way, but here's the practical tip. The practical tip is that there are studies upon studies that show that the younger you are... In the story you're telling, the more universal an audience it will it will attract. In other, in other well, words, of course. I, yeah. So so in other words, guys, if you have a great story that happened to you, you know, you got dumped in fourth grade or something, more likely or even when you're fucking seventeen or eighteen, right? That's going to be a more universal story because we tend to have be more yeah. segmented as we get older. Dude, we're so much more alike than people realize. Absolutely. Like I think that's something that's interesting that I notice about me is like, you know, people see. That you know, I built a decent following on Instagram. I don't have the most followers, but I got the most fucking engaged followers. You do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't. I don't. I'm not the most wealthy guy. I've done okay. You know, I'm. I'm doing okay. I, to me, in my mind, I'm at the launch platform stage. Like I'm still building the yeah. platform. You know, people think I'm already in the rocket way up there. I'm not fucking up there. I'm on the platform in my, in my perspective in terms of what I'm trying to do. So, you have to realize that. We all grew up the same, man. I grew up playing with fucking Hot Wheels and and, and those little orange race car tracks and like, mm-hmm. you know, playing in the fucking dirt with my GI Joes and like, <laughs> you know, dude. When I was little, I used to I used to steal my dad's tools and leave them out in the yard, get my ass beat for fucking leaving his tools out in the yard. Like, <laughs> dude, one time, uh, one time I was trying to clean my, one time it snowed and I thought my dad's uh, car needed to get the snow off it so i used a fucking rake to pull the snow off of his car and like it was a brand new cadillac eldorado like his fucking dream car it was 85 eldorado and it was it was brand new it was silver and i used now i'm not talking about like the leaf rake i'm talking about like the fucking dirt rake like to rake the whole hood of the car like dude 
I've no, I hear you. I, we've all done this crazy shit. Like, dude, we used to fucking build BMX tracks in the woods, and like, you know, we had a little neighborhood biker gang, and like, you know, I call myself Ace. Like, everybody <laughs> did all this fucking queer shit that, like, with the, the goofy shit that you do when you're kids, right? And when you say goofy, it's important that when you tell those stories, it usually ends up kind of clowning on yourself you know poking fun at yourself and that's very endearing yeah. to people you know yeah man i mean when you if you're telling like a story how, where you're like the hero these, of the how story many of these massive influencers tell stories like that no none not no. zero none they, some are they, getting better Our, my company they got too much ego they're letting that get in the way they could be more influencers are getting much better about yeah. it um my mid-sized influencers my athletes they're great about it they're mm-hmm. amazing they get mm-hmm. it um but most of them have built their followings the way that i'm talking about building it They've right. done it the right way. Uh, you know, one thing, one, one thing, I mean, you know what's funny? Look at The Rock, dude. Like, if you're a dude and you don't follow The Rock, you're missing out. Not, not Even if you don't like him, because he does his content so good. How many cool stories does The Rock fucking have? <laughs> he's got a whole ton dude, of them. He's, he entertains, he impacts, and he teaches. Yeah. He's got amazing stories. And, like, dude, if you want to be successful on social, whether it be any platform, whether it be Snap, whether it be Insta Story, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, any of that shit, even even your fucking uh, what's the Spotify the, the playlist, like even that should tell a story about who you are. Yeah, people want to know your story, man. Yeah, but tell a fucking story. The Rock has another secret that we're not going to share because it's in your branding, it's in your branding video oh. or your branding course, but it. It's it's called playing duck duck goose with yeah, people's yeah. expectations, but yeah. we're not gonna we're yeah. not gonna go into that. Yeah, but but he's dude, he's the, he's brilliant, dude. Yeah, he he does what he does by design, but it appears to not be by design, right? Which is how it should how it should be, right? You know what I'm saying? So right. like when I say you can't think about how I'm gonna manipulate your, clearly there's gonna be some fucking thought into how you're gonna post and your posting right. schedule and what you're going to get back out of that. Well, there's a difference between being so intentional not, and being manipulative. You, listen. I'm not saying manipulative in the sense of like a bad thing. I'm just saying like you shouldn't do things because exclusively because it's going to produce X result. You need, and when I'm talking about this in this scenario, I'm talking about likes. Right. Okay. Now, will you create a good post that's going to engage? And, and I guess the better way to say it is if when you think through your posts and you're thinking about the result you want, you should be doing it along the guidelines that we're talking about education, impact, entertainment. Right and providing value, not just ego. And providing value, not ego. Right, right. I, th- I think that's clear. Yes. Yeah. So, except to the asterisk holes. Well, whatever. Yeah. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Block those motherfuckers. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So that's social media in a nutshell. I mean, it, it it's very simple. I think I see a lot of people over overthinking it, overdoing it, thinking they can't do it, thinking they're not relevant, and and um, you know. Uh, I saw a really cool video by Gary Vee and like, dude, I, I'll criticize Gary. And, and the, the cool thing about Gary is, is I'll fucking tell Gary right to right to him, like to him when I disagree. Like mm-hmm. when I see something he says I disagree, I text him and we have a conversation about it, you know. So but I'm going to give him some credit here, too. Mm-hmm. All right. Because there's things that Gary says that I don't agree with. And this is what makes our relationship really cool, because we are not afraid to like say, hey, that I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. And see it from each other's perspective, and I, I I appreciate that. I think it's cool. Um, but one thing I really loved about that Gary posted recently was a post where this little kid was saying he wanted I get three hundred followers or something on his YouTube, and um, 
he's like, I, you know, I'm, I'm, he was clear. I mean, he's kid, kid was like 10 mm-hmm. and he was saying how his goal was to have X amount of followers. Don't make your, and Gary said, don't make your goal about the followers, make it about impacting and, and helping people and making it what you're passionate about because other people will jive with that. And guys, at the very least, remember that because that's great advice. What are you about? What is your mission? What is your story? What are you passionate about? Make that your mission, getting that message out there and the, everything else will come. It's no different than when we talk about making money. If you worry about solving the problem, if you worry about helping people, if you focus on uh creating a benefit for people that actually provides a real solution to a problem or helps them in a certain way and you're the best at that guess what's going to happen you're going to make money money's going to come if you focus all on money it's going to be really agonizing and difficult and hard to get that to work well does it work sometimes sure it does work sometimes there are exceptions to everything every single thing i say on this podcast there are exceptions to but i'm telling you generally when you focus on helping people, you focus on solutions, you focus on providing real value and you're selling shit, the money will come on its own. When you focus on the money, it makes it a lot harder. And that's no different for your social media. When you focus on the followers and the likes and the shares, guess what? It's really fucking hard to do. But when you focus on your message and you focus on a story and you focus on an impact and education, you focus on entertaining, the followers going to come, man. It doesn't matter who you are. You could be Joe Blow from the middle of fucking Iowa. Followers are going to come. So don't forget that. Don't don't get sucked into the likes and the followers. Stay true to who you are. Stay focused on who you are. Stay providing value from who you are authentically. And all the rest of the shit will take care of itself. You want to close it out? No, man. There's nothing more to say. You said it. All right. Just drop the mic. Drop the mic. All right. We'll see you guys next time.